Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Horizon. I hope that everybody out there is having a great morning, and hopefully the rest of your day is even better. You know who's not having a great morning, I would guess? The Northport Police Department. Considering they basically just came out and admitted they completely flubbed the investigation... In fact, they weren't even uh, uh, tailing Brian Laundry; They were tailing his mother. So we're certainly going to get to that debacle. And it's going to take up a good portion of this morning's episode, no doubt about it. But there are a couple of other things we're going to touch on before we jump into the quicksand. Because as you all know, I've been very critical of the police and the investigation from Jump Street. After I saw the footage in Moab, I knew that if we were relying on, uh, you know, some uh, local local police department to figure things out here, we were going to be in big trouble. And even when the FBI got involved, you would think, all right, now it's going to be buttoned up. The FBI's here. We can all have some faith. But no, did they communicate with the police? You know, again, I am very skeptical of the FBI at this point. I don't know how people cannot be. Never mind the fact that they've missed so many big, big situations from Larry Nassar to Jeffrey Epstein to the fact that they've been politicized by both parties and and turned into political weapons. What more do you need to see here to understand that they are who we thought they were, unfortunately? And again, I'm not talking about the, the, the agents on the ground, right? The people that are working doggedly on cases. For the most part, those people are good folks who want to enact change. The problem is when it gets to their bosses. The problem is the mid-level bureaucrats. These people, they have designs on future political positions. So they're going to go wherever the political winds blow. And they're not going to do risky things. They're not going to try and step on toes. And we've seen it time and time again. Now, of course, like I said, a lot of people, this is their first taste of all of this. Most people can't, you know, come into a situation like this and they're like, all right, look, this is the FBI. It's a, it's a done deal. They're going to find the guy the next day. But that's just not reality. 
That's not how this works. This is not a movie. This is not a book. This is real life. And one thing I say all the time, and one thing you'll get used to me saying here on this podcast as well, the world is filled with gray characters, folks. People are are capable of great evil and great good. It just depends. And when we're talking about these investigators, the FBI and CIA, the police, whoever you want to add here, you have to always remember there's a human element. And not everybody is a good person. So that's why I talk about the absolutes as well. I don't believe in absolutes. There's no such thing as all of one group is bad or all of these people are bad. I, I don't I don't believe that. And it's the same when you're talking about the police or the authorities or the you know, the people that will just get in line with the back the blue kind of thing and not be critical. I don't understand that either. It's just like the other the, the flip side of that coin. The people that want to defund the police completely. I don't get that. I don't understand any of that. How about we refocus and repurpose that money for retraining? For more resources. We don't need more tanks. I definitely can get on board with that. We don't need weapons of war to police the streets of America. We do need more training and we need more resources. And that is very apparent every time you see something like this unfold. So we're going to get to that. That's going to be uh, the, the last article we cover in this episode. But before we get there, I wanted to talk a little bit about Brian Laundrie's parents and the fact that they're bouncing from their Florida home. Now, this is probably the best idea for them, right? I mean, your son is legit up there as one of the most hated people in the country right now. You already had a whole bunch of protesters in front of your house going ham. So it makes sense to me that they'd be wanting to get out of Dodge and go somewhere else. Now, according to uh, this article from uh, NBC4 in New York, Brian Laundrie's parents left their home in Northport and they uh, went somewhere else in the state. So they didn't leave the state, but they left their home. Now, that's a, that's a bit interesting because I wonder if the authorities told them not to leave the state. Again, that's just a, a guess on my part, or really not even a guess, just a question throwing it out there. I wonder if, because if it was me and I was his, his mom and dad, thankfully I'm not, I would be trying to get as far away from Florida as possible. In fact, I'd be looking to try and go to a different dimension if that was available to me. Any of those stargates that those yahoos are yepping about all the time? Any of those things work? We got any of those uh, aliens in Antarctica people telling me about all the time? Because I'm trying to get out of Dodge. There's no place far enough for his parents at this point. So I find it kind of interesting that they are staying in Florida. I wonder if that's on the advice, quote-unquote, of the authorities or if they maybe have some, you know, access to another home there or whatever it may be. I know that they've had, they had other real estate, but I'm not too sure what sort of properties are still in their possession. So, again, pretty interesting, the, the nuance behind it, right? Not so much that the parents are leaving the house, that's to be expected. But that they're staying in Florida, I found that a bit interesting. So... 
I guess we'll have to get more clarity and some more clarification later on when um, the police are a bit more forthcoming about their investigations and whatnot. But it makes sense that they try and put some distance between themselves and these protesters for sure. Now, I get the visceral anger. I understand. I've said this a million times, but the whole entire scene that went down in that neighborhood, I can't get behind that. You know, protesting at people's houses is just, it, it's not a good idea. And eventually it's going to turn out bad for somebody. One of these people is going to come out of their house and they're going to be raging and it's going to turn into a whole entire shit show. So I'm not a big fan of people protesting uh, at private homes. It's just, it's not a good look. And it's all fine and well until it's your house they show up to. You know, maybe not because you're the criminal. I would hope not anyway, but you're the neighbor. Now, you you know, your kid has to do homework. Your wife is going through chemotherapy, whatever it may be. So those are the those are the, the kind of circumstances people need to think about before they show up with bullhorns in front of someone's house at a private residence. Now, if this was a, a place of business, I'd say go for it. A place of business, it's a little different. But a home, there's other factors that are involved and you have to think about the overall picture, at least in my opinion. Now, again, I'm not going to tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I'm nobody's boss. Hell, I'm lucky I can control my own life. But I'm just talking about from my perspective, I find it to be a bit tacky. So I could see why the Laundries wanted to put some distance between themselves and the people going crazy. And my only question and what I take from all of it is, were the investigators the ones that told them to stay in Florida? So we'll have to see, uh, I guess, a little bit later on where that all goes. But to the next headline. Now, this next headline is about... um, the water bottle that was found by a TikTok user, Olivia Vital, I think it's Vitali. Either way, V-I-T-A-L-E. And uh, she has a video of her walking through the Carlton Reserve. And she stumbles upon a water bottle that looks a whole hell of a lot like Gabby's. She is uh, quoted as saying... There's a water bottle right here, she can be heard saying in the video before gasping and adding, I just found something. Now, how is that possible? Again, and this is a good segue into our discussion about the police investigation here. How is it that some random TikToker, and I'm not saying that to demean Olivia, I don't know her, but how can some random person stumble upon this water bottle? You guys meaning the police and the authorities, spent like $2 million out there and didn't stumble upon shit or shinola. Now all of a sudden it's coming in waves. We have randos stumbling upon evidence. Meanwhile, Reno 911, the Keystone Cops, a.k.a. the Northport Police Department, running around with their hair on fire, driving their dune buggies like they're the ghost of Dale Earnhardt over here. And you have the TikToker, uh, Olivia Vital, stumbles upon this. Maybe they should hire her. Hey, Olivia, you've been deputized. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. According to Brian Enton, uh, Vital said she found the bottle close to where Brian Laundry's remains were recently found. And Brian says that uh, Vital gave the water bottle she found to the Northport Police Department and she filed a police report. So, the police have confirmed to Brian that they have the bottle, he wrote on a, in a tweet, and it definitely appears to match the bottle seen in Gabby's videos. So, when you look at the picture of the, um, the van, and they had the water bottle on the wall, it was in the water bottle holder, well, that same bottle is the one that uh, the the TikToker here, Olivia, stumbled upon, allegedly. So, she turned this over to authorities. Authorities are in possession of it now. And while I don't know how much, you know, um, evidentiary promise it has, still, my point is, how in the hell do these guys mob around here for three weeks, four weeks, whatever it was, utilizing all kinds of technology having a police academy training mission out here, and yet they can't find this, but Olivia does, she stumbles upon it. It's unbelievable. So, uh, in a statement to Newsweek, a spokesperson for Northport Police Department confirmed that they have the water bottle seen in the video and it's in their possession. So, again, maybe, just maybe, Olivia should be hired by Northport here and she should come out and maybe do some more of the investigation considering she just happened to stumble upon it. And that, my friends, is going to segue us into the meat and potatoes of this episode. And the meat and potatoes of this episode, well, that contains this. Brian Laundrie and the investigation into him, the surveillance, was Screwed up from the jump. The Northport Police Department are an utter embarrassment. I've said from the beginning how much of a dumpster fire this appeared to be. But now, oh, it's it's confirmed. So now we have both police departments, Moab and Northport, shitting the bed, absolutely screwing up at their jobs. And then you add the FBI on top of it for the sprinkles in the whipped cream and you got yourselves a nice, shitty banana split. And it's really aggravating to me. When you see the police department raid people's homes over suspicion of drugs, you see them rip down people's walls over suspicion of drugs, yet they can't even keep an eye on bitch-ass, melon-munching, barefooted Brian Laundry. Boy, the people of Northport should feel real confident in their law enforcement. So, allegedly, what occurred here is the police, they mistook Brian Laundry for his mother, Roberta, while they were conducting surveillance on the household in early September. Now, Full stop. How does that even happen? So you think he's his mother? Who do you have on the scene here? Whoever these cops were that were in charge of this surveillance, 
well, they should probably lose their jobs. Because if you can't keep basic surveillance on a knucklehead like Brian Laundry, then you have no hope of doing any kind of good police work. So the police department, they said on Monday that they mistook Brian Laundry for his mother. And they also uh, were talking about how that came to be. Now, Josh Taylor says, and this is a quote from the article. I believe it was his mom who was wearing a baseball cap, Taylor told the local news station. They had returned from the park with that, with that Mustang. So who does that, right? Like, if your son's missing since Tuesday, you're going to bring his car back to the home. So it didn't make sense that anyone would do that if he wasn't there. So the individual getting out with a baseball cap, we thought was Brian. And the you know what's going to happen? The legacy media is going to let them off with that statement. The legacy media is not going to go hard against them. They're not going to challenge them. They're not going to call them out onto the carpet. None of that. They'll just let it slide off into the night. Meanwhile, this is one of the biggest issues that we're facing here in this case. If they would have done their job and they would have had proper surveillance on him and they would have been following his mother around, well, maybe this would have been a different conversation right now. Maybe Brian Laundrie would be in custody and maybe Gabby's family would be looking to get some justice and not just some closure. But unfortunately, Josh Taylor and his police department shit the bed. They let Brian Laundrie skip and then they come out with this ridiculous, nonsensical BS kind of excuse. Oh, it was his mother that we were tailing instead. They have a similar build. She's wearing a hat. Well, what about the beard? What is she, the bearded lady all of a sudden? So what they're doing now is, is they're in cover your ass mode, folks. And this is what happens when the police department doesn't do their job correctly. Taylor also says they're kind of built uh, in a similar manner. And uh, he goes on to say, when the family reported him on Friday, that was certainly news to us that they had not seen him, Taylor said. We thought that we'd seen Brian initially come back into that home on that Wednesday. No case is perfect. Oh, well, that's it, folks. Pack it up. Pack it in. According to Josh Taylor, no case is perfect. So, you know, it's okay. They just made a mistake here doesn't matter that they let Gabby's murderer slip the net. doesn't matter that he was able to just duck, dodge, and dip and waste $2 million in resources. Nah, what does it matter? No case is perfect, folks. It is unconscionable and unacceptable, but we all know the reality. Nobody's going to face any kind of um, uh, a blowback for this. Not the police, not the FBI, nobody. Because at the end of the day, there's no accountability for those who are in these positions anymore. The only ones that have to be accountable are us, the citizens. These are overlords. There's no accountability for them, even when they, dis- they, they screw up basic police work. So I know there were people at the beginning of all of this that took some umbrage with how hard I was going on the police department and their investigation practices. Well, here we are, right? And it's just, it's obvious to anyone who's paying attention and really paying attention, not being biased, looking at it with a cold and calculating eye, meaning everything in the news, 
then you understand. This kind of shit happens more often than not. And then they cover their ass, right? Come out with these statements. Well, it was this, that, the other thing. It was everybody's fault but ours. And that's exactly what's going on with the Northport Police Department here. And we'll continue to see that. They'll try and pass the buck. They'll kick it down the road. And they'll blame somebody else. But the reality is this. They were in charge of this surveillance. They were in charge of making sure that Brian Laundrie does not bounce. They didn't do their job. Point blank period. In fact, they're so bad at their job that they thought they were following Brian Laundrie and they were really following Mom Dukes. How do you make that mistake? Have you seen his mom? I know I have. She doesn't really look like a 23-year-old man to me. It is an absolute joke that they would try and use this as their excuse. Of course, this is just my opinion. And, you know, you take it for what it's worth. But when I'm critical of police departments like this or the authorities, it's for a reason. I don't have an axe to grind with these people. I, they don't come into my mind ever unless there's a case like this. So I'm just here being clinical about it. And I know a lot of people are, you know, into the whole, oh, well, the police are infallible, but that's not the case. And, you know, the, the way that the, the police and the way they do their job has been politicized makes it difficult, right, to criticize the police one way or the other without being labeled as, oh, you're a hater or this, that, the, that, but that's not the case. The fact is, in this situation, they shit the bed. They messed up. If it wasn't for their poor police work, their poor surveillance techniques, Brian Laundrie would be answering the hard questions right now, or at the very least, he'd be asked them. Instead, we have the whole entire circus that ensued, leading up to the remains being found, and now, the aftermath. So folks, the police department has nobody to blame but themselves, And the more they continue to try to pass the buck, the more they continue to try to make excuses, the more of a laughingstock they're going to become. Because the fact of the matter is this. The Northport Police Department messed up. They should have had Brian uh, Laundrie under surveillance. And it's not even debatable. And now them coming out and admitting that they messed up, well, that's a good first step. But what next? What are you guys going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again? That's the question that everybody's really asking at this point. And guess what? Unfortunately, folks, I have a feeling we're going to be waiting quite some time for an answer. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. All of the links that we discussed will be in the description box. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.